If you love all things real estate in Houston, this show is for you. Sounds so exciting. We'll interview mortgage professionals, real estate professionals, special guests, and business owners from right here in the Houston community. This is Houston Inside Out. Welcome, guys, to Houston Inside Out. I am your host, James J. And today I have with me Randy and Teresa from National Credit Federation. How are you guys doing today? We're fantastic. We're great. Good. Thank you guys uh, for being here today. I am really excited to get into the uh, topic today, which we're going to talk in a little bit about you know, credit and kind of what you guys do for people because. In this market, in this day and age, in the real estate business and virtually any business, right? Credit is going to play some part of it. You know, even jobs in a lot of situations, you know, employers check credit nowadays, you know? So uh, we're going to talk a, a little bit about that and uh, also just kind of get give, uh, give us some insight as to how you guys got into what you got into. A little bit about National Credit Federation for people who don't know what it is. Because basically, you guys help people that have had some type of a financial crisis, and you got kind of help them get back on their feet. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So now that um, Randy speak more on that. Yeah. So give us some yeah. insight as to kind of your background, Randy, and uh, kind of what got got you guys into uh, the the National Credit Federation. Well, uh, I have uh, several friends that are in the real estate business, and uh, they're the ones who first introduced me to uh, credit repair. Um, I have a financial advising background where we uh, I helped individuals with, with their financial, you know, you know, four hundred one ks, life insurance, stuff like that. Okay. And this is just another way we can help people uh, get into homes, um, like you said, qualify for jobs. Yeah. So we looked at you know doing this on our own, but we decided to uh, build a franchise. So we bought into a franchise that's based out of Tampa, Florida, and we got into it. You know after we uh did all that now what was it about because there's a lot obviously like you said you, you were you could have done it on your own what led you guys to this particular company there's a lot of different credit repair credit restoration what was it about national credit federation that kind of got you guys to the point of saying you know i like what they offer let's join them let's partner up with that company well there's so many points right i mean yes you're right. We did a lot of research and it's very easy to say, you know, I, I can do this and figure it out. But what we found is that we really wanted a good, strong company that had it together. And uh, not only did they offer amazing support, but they were very reputable. So, yeah. I mean, there's thousands of positive reviews. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people at that at arm's length for us even as as people in the industry who are needing that quick support but most importantly were the reviews and yes. being that they have a high rating in the better business bureau and uh being very effective with what they do that right. was I mean, like i said there's so many reasons but the number yep. one i would say would be just the great reviews that they had from the yep. clients that they had already helped and the uh, yeah. National Federation has been around for over a decade. Uh, okay. We've been featured on plus social media outlets, uh, like she said, great reviews with the Better Business Bureaus. Yes. And having a franchise, we can go out and do the sales and marketing and network. And then we have a home office with dozens and dozens of staff members who actually dispute letters on a daily. 
Mm -hmm. um, so I'm not a one-man shop where I'm disputing letters, trying to get more business, not giving the clients what they really need. Right. Once we get them involved, we have a home office that's strictly to, you know, for their service, eight to five every day. Uh, they have a case manager assigned to them. So, you know, I can go continue getting, you know, meeting with new potential clients while we have a home office that's really uh, taking care of everything behind the scenes. Yeah. Right. So they can focus with our clients and then our clients can also reach us at any given moment. So they have two, you know, individuals that are working for them and yeah. they know that they can get a hold of us at any time. They, uh, another thing that we just love about it is that our clients have access to a 24 seven portal. So they okay. know what's going on. I mean, we've heard so many people share with us that they hire a credit restoration yes. company. They don't know what's going on. Yeah. All they know is they keep, you know, giving money every month. The mortgage lender doesn't know what's going on. The realtor doesn't know where the process is. So this is a really valuable tool for our clients to have. Yes. Not only do they have access, but a lender can even have access with the permission of our client. They can go online. They can see where their credit is at that time, yeah. how the score is increasing, you know, things that may affect the ebbs and flow of our individual uh, clients. Credit score. And everything we do in our home office is uploaded to the portal so they can actually see actual letters that are being sent, exactly. received, everything. Yeah. No, that's huge because, yeah, you're right. I mean, I've, I can't tell you guys, I've had so many clients in the past in real estate where, yeah, they've been working with some random company and they've given money and given money and given money and given money. And yeah, I mean, either right. very little to zero results or just, I mean, unfortunately right. in that, that business, you know, there's a lot of people out there that just, I mean, they're just in it for the money just to get some money and they're really not in yeah. it for the right reason. They're right. really helping people. So yeah. And a lot of people, a lot of companies, I'm sorry, go ahead, James. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Randy. No, I'm just saying a lot of companies that, you know, just because you have a low score doesn't mean you're a good fit. So we do a, a credit analysis with all three bureaus. Okay. Before we even put them in the program, we want to make sure that we're going to be able to do something for them. You know, the worst thing we want to do is, you know, what we don't want to do is put someone in the program in six months, not get any results. Right. We're going to get a bad name. Yep. So National Credit Federation would not have been around for 10 plus years if we were doing business like this. So first, we got to make sure they're a good fit. Right. We can help them out before we program right now how do you guys uh, when you when you meeting or, or talking with clients um what's kind of like the initial okay because I, I think most people just want to know okay what's my score going to be in three months or how long is it going to take kind of take me through the initial process like what do you do right. when you sit down with people uh to kind of give them i guess set the expectation as to what's going to happen um, over 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. And I, and I know everybody's going to be a little different. Everybody's not the same. But kind of what do you guys right. do in it to set that expectation for your clients? Yeah, you're exactly right about it. Everyone is different. Every right. credit file is going to be different. So yep. uh, by law, a credit repair company cannot make guarantees of anything. Yeah. Yep. You know, I can't say I'm going to guarantee you a house in six months. Yeah. Um, and if they are doing that, you're, you're, you're not with the right company because, you know, we're not going to tell you that. But we, we are going to sit down and pull – uh, all three bureaus, uh, credit report. And we're not going to do these uh, free reports, you know, get your TransUnion score from this website, get your Equifax from here. We actually have a partnership with Identity IQ where we pull it for a dollar, uh, credit analysis, all three bureaus. Uh, okay. We go through it. You know, and the main thing, we want to find out what the customer's goal is. You know, are they right. just doing this to 
better themselves? Yep. Are they doing it to get a better interest rate on a car? Are they trying to get into a home? Um, so every case uh, that we look at is different, yeah. um, but we want to get an understanding of what the client is trying to achieve you know, by increasing their score with us. Right. And, and not only that, but uh, we also hold our clients accountable as well. We remind them that while we are working to repair their credit, we want them to also give 5% and right. make sure that they are following you know, the recommendations that we're giving yep. them, they're not allowing any current, you know, um, credit that they have mm-hmm. go into collections because it, it doesn't do us any good working hard, working yeah. hours and making those phone calls and sending out those letters and getting these collections taken off with, when two weeks later, another new account hits their right. collection because yeah. they forgot that one on time or resolve those issues you know so it's definitely a, a team effort for yes. sure we hold our clients accountable just as well no and that's that's so important uh Teresa, because yes I, people i mean you take two steps two steps forward and three steps back it's like well <laughs> you got to do your part yes got- absolutely yeah. i don't know you know we'll be you know six days and we're seeing you know good things happening and then a new collection hits, you know, T-Mobile or a Sprint of right. euros, and then there's a 30, 40 point drop. And, you know, as a customer, you're going to get frustrated because you're like, hey, I just saw, you know, 30, 40 point increase. Now I'm back to square one. But we give them the expectation like this could happen. You know, right now you're not telling us anything um, and maybe you don't know, but things could happen along the way of the credit repair. We could be in the sixth month and something hits. Uh, it's going to hit. A, it's going to have an impact on all three of their scores. Yes, yeah, so I want you, I want you to guys to, to talk about this because I've had a, a lot of clients uh, in the, the 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 recent past few months, or actually not even months, really weeks. Where what happens? So, for example, when people have a a charge off account, right? A lot of people want to take it upon themselves, and a lot, without contacting somebody like a professional like you guys, people will contact the charged off account and and pay it off. So. What do you guys like? Uh, give me a little advice for people if they've got a charged off account, for example. How? And again, I know this is a little general, so we can keep it that way. But uh, because I think a lot of people just see it and they try and take it on their own uh, and do things on their own, and they'll go pay off charge off accounts, but or or try to. What situations is it? Does it make sense, or um, or where it could actually hurt their scores if there's like a charge off, for example? Because I've had this happen in the last, really in the last two weeks. I've had several people that have done this. Yes, on, on charge-offs, uh, negative collections that actually go to collections. Yeah. Do not pay it off. Do not yeah. contact them. Yeah. Um, if you can have a, say you have a $2,000 balance on a collection account. Yeah. A derogatory item that's on your account. You can pay that off today and the balance will be zero. However, it's still a negative item on your credit report. Right. Whether it's a $2,000 balance or a zero, um, it's still showing negative. It's still impacting a negative, uh, has a negative impact on your school. Uh, okay. Uh, so what we want to do for one, we want to settle uh, for, you know, less than the 2000. Right. You know, we want to settle, you know, pennies on the dollar. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for one, we can settle much less than, yeah. you know, you just calling them up. And then two, once we get it paid in full and settled, now we want to get it removed completely. Ah. So we don't want to show a zero dollar balance yeah. on there, which yeah, you're, it's great that you got it paid off and we settled it in zero, but it's still on there as a negative item. 
Now we're going to want to get it removed completely to really, you know, you make a positive impact on your score. See, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I mean, that, that's great information because I, I didn't realize that it doesn't matter if it's zero or 2,000 or 3,000. The key is to get it removed because it still shows right. as a, as a yeah. charge off, whether it's zero or 2,000, you need to get it removed. Right. It's still right. reflecting derogatory. Correct. And the thing is, a lot of people say, I have one, I have one negative item on my report. Well, you actually have three because there's three bureaus. Right. You no, know, right. if I have someone that said, well, I have five negative accounts. Well, there's 15 disputes we're doing because you have five on Equifax, five on Experian, and five on TransUnion. Yeah. So another, another thing people don't understand until we you know, inform them, like, hey, you know, you got a couple of negatives, but you really have six because it's... It's on all three bureaus. We want to get it off of all three bureaus, just not one of them. Right. Now, is there any um, any logic to why, like, uh, you, obviously we got three scores and every creditor does not report to all three. Correct. Which is why there's three scores. Because mm -hmm. uh, this frustrates a lot of people, especially when I'm talking to people on the mortgage side of things. Um, and, you know, people will come to me and they'll say, well, I check my credit score on Credit Karma, you know, and I'm like, well, <laughs> if you're applying for yeah. a mortgage, we're going to ignore Credit Karma, guys. Um, right. It's, it's right. just not the same. So two questions for you. Number one, I want you to talk about like the differences between the algorithms as it relates to like you getting your score directly from Experian or TransUnion or Equifax versus you using Credit Karma, Credit Sesame you name it all because it's very different and people think oftentimes oh well i checked my score on credit karma and it was you know six six hundred usually it's not the same when i pull credit for a mortgage that's right yes i i mean i tell customers right off the bat don't even look at those because right. i've seen them all 50 yeah. 60 points yeah um those those websites those come they're they're in it for you know they're a business. Yeah, you know, they're selling your information. Yes, um, and you're only getting you know one score. You're not getting all three bureaus because um, a lot of times people are like, why do I have to pay a dollar? You know, to pull my credit right. identity IQ. I said because we want to get an accurate score of all three bureaus, yeah. not you know your Discover card sending you a you know a, you know Discover card you know sends people every month their yes. you know their supposedly their FICO score. Right. That thing's been off 60, 70 points. So. Yeah. Uh, we go with, you know, we have a partnership with Identity IQ for a reason because it's accurate. Um, and it updates, you know, when you get the updates quicker and everything, uh, when there are changes, um, yeah. you see that as well. And trust us, it, there's been times where they're, you know, they brag about how beautiful their score is. Because right. like Randy said, yes, they received yes. it from Dillard's. Yes. And then we go to pull it. And <laughs> it's a big eye-opener, right? And so yeah. we try to tell them the same thing. You know, don't trust that because... You're going to be shocked when you go to visit uh, your mortgage lender and yeah. try to get that loan. And they have to tell you, I'm sorry. You know, it's not what you thought it was, right? So. Yes. Yeah, so the algorithms between, it's the second part of this. Yeah, so the algorithms, the way it works for, for like, for example, for a car. So you go apply for a car. And I usually tell people, listen, you, when you apply for a mortgage, it's probably the most thorough credit report you're going to get. Because yeah. most of the other creditors if you're applying for a furniture loan or whatever it is usually they only first of all, usually they only pull one bureau number one but it's not the same the the way because can you dive a little bit more into like what's different for a person applying for a car well, i don't know how detailed you can get into this versus obviously a mortgage being 
to me the most thorough credit report you're going to get. So why is right. it so different? Because this frustrates people when you they go apply for a car. Because I've had that too recently where they said, well, I went and applied for a car. And my, my credit score was, you know, 640. And again, I always tell them, it's not going to be the same when I pull your credit for mortgage. It's not going to be the same. Right, right. Yeah, on the, uh, as far as the mortgage side of it goes, James, I really, I know you guys use a system. Uh -huh. um, that number is a little bit different. It's a yeah. single digit number. Um, yeah. I don't know too much about that side of it. Okay. Um, we, like I said, we use Identity IQ okay. to get all three yeah. zeros. In the mortgage side, I think you guys are pulling, are you guys pulling a FICO? We do, yeah. So we do a tri most most lenders are gonna do tri merge. I don't know anybody that doesn't do a tri merge report. And then we just we, okay. you know, we just take the middle score of the three. Right. But I know people get frustrated because they they bought a car two months ago and they're space they, they right. over six forty. Yeah, the cars are definitely a go ahead. Well what I wanted to to say my input in that is just in layman's terms, as simple as it can possibly be, mm -hmm. a dealership's they want your business. They don't yes. care that they're going to charge you 7% or something crazy, yeah. right? Or yeah. small little thing with Corolla, right? Yeah. We've had a client who was paying for her car the, the same amount as she could if she just fixed her credit, which she did. She ended yeah. up fixing her credit. That same monthly payment she was giving to that dealership was applied to now a BMW. She was so happy to have wow. realized all this time I've been throwing away my money. Yeah. So what she did was she focused and that extra money that she was spending to all these other creditors and lenders out there that were charging her an absurd amount of money, obscene amount of interest. Yes. She paid that. She stopped and she started investing in her credit restoration and she was in the plan for quite some time. But she went out and got approved for a BMW, and it was at an awesome rate, and she was paying less than what she was paying on her other car. So what yeah. I try to tell people is, yes, you may have gotten approved for a vehicle, but you're paying yeah. extra because of that interest rate. Yeah. So, I mean, at the end, who really won? You know, was it truly you or that dealership? That's right. The mortgage lenders, they have to pull that credit report, they have to be a lot more thorough because yep. this is a larger commitment. This Absolutely. is a larger amount. Yep. No, that's, that makes so, so much sense. I mean, you're right. I mean, you, you know, $30,000 car versus a, you know, $200,000 house. We're going to get a little, we're going to do a dig a little bit more deeper uh, when we're, when we're pulling credit and, and looking at the risk. Cause I mean, all, everything kind of comes down to, to risk when it, especially on the mortgage side of things. So, so, what uh, what I was going to ask you guys as far as like building credit, and again, I know this is a more general general question. What like tips can you give people to be, you know, if they're trying to build credit? Because I also have a situation where I have people that have absolutely no credit. Yes. Okay. Now we're back. Glad we weren't live. There we go. <laughs> it's okay. As much when you see this. It, you won't even know it. <laughs> All right, so you know, back to your back to your back to you were saying about you know pulling your you know your credit through a mortgage company versus yes. you know and like I said you know we use Identity IQ so when we do put someone in our program they have to have a credit monitoring system or a, okay. a monitoring uh, that we can monitor because we have to go in there our case manager is going to have to go in there 
you know, here and there. So they don't want to do a soft pull every time we got to go look at the credit. Yeah. So we use Identity IQ, and it is a monthly charge, but it's accurate. Like I said, when people go through a program, the Identity IQ uh, scores, and then they go to get the mortgage, it's pretty much right on. You know, when it's okay. off, it's when they're, you know, like you said, going to a car dealership, uh, going to, you know, car, uh, karma, karma, you know, Sesame Karma, what all these right. Uh, right. Uh, websites, they're going to be way off from the mortgage side of it. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, and I... I... I, I, I always, because I, I have so many conversations with people and they always say, oh yeah, I got my credit card. First, where'd you get that score from? Right. Was it credit Karma? Was it Credit Sesame? Open Sesame? Who was it? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, you know, I get, my credit's not that bad. I got a car loan. I said, you can get a car loan with a yes. five score. You're yes. going to pay 22% interest. You know, a mortgage, you're not going to, that's not going to happen. You know, yeah. I always yeah. ask people, like, how much is your car payment? I mean, I can ask that. I can ask that one question. They say about six fifty. Yeah. Uh, what's, what's your interest rate? 19. What are you driving? A, you know, a 13 Corolla. Or, oh, you know, I said, I always tell them, like she was saying, like, if you want a $700 car payment or a 500, after we're done, get a three or 4% interest rate and you can drive a Lexus BMW yeah. for the same price you're paying for your Camry or Accord, you know? Yeah. So yeah. they really, uh, they can really, once they break it, break it down, you know, interest rates on an auto loan, they can really see like, wow, I didn't realize how much money I'm throwing away. No. Yeah, it's, it's pretty sad because uh, and I think when it comes to vehicles, especially because people just, they just want it, right? And so they're not, they're just the excitement of just getting yeah. that car. And they just, they're just oblivious sometimes to listen. Yeah, you're, you got the car. And and usually all these car dealerships, it's like, okay, what payment do you want? Exactly. That's what you focus on. What payment do you want? And then they can kind of finagle anything and yeah. charge you. Yeah, and you're charging, you know, you're paying 18, 20, 25% interest in some cases. Yeah, for seven years on a seven-year loan. <laughs> I see it. it. It drives, when I pull credit reports sometimes on the mortgage side, it just drives me nuts when I look at some of these payments that people are paying for a car. Right. And yeah, and it's not a BMW. <laughs> right. or, or Benz, it's you know, yeah, it's a it's a Corolla. Nothing against Corolla, but you shouldn't yeah, be. Right. It's a great car. I mean, yeah, great. Yeah. It better be a great car because they're right. stuck in that loan for seven years. It's insane yeah. when I see these credit reports. I just shake my head. It's like, oh my goodness. So yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah, it's mind blowing. But people, listen. This is why they need you guys yeah. to educate yeah. them about. Listen, you should. You are not. You're not winning on this. You're not winning right. at all. This is just exactly. this is a terrible deal for you. So, right. Right. Um, so as far as like some tips that you can provide people for maybe building credit, because this is another situation that I come across a lot. People that have absolutely no credit, like those people that believe in cash, which is fine until you want to buy a house. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. So what can you guys give people advice wise? Like what can they do to maybe start? Cause there are people that don't like to use debt in, Right, it's sure. all good until you want to buy a home, unless you're paying cash for the home, which most people are not going to do. So what right. can you do if you got somebody that has zero credit and they need to maybe look at, you know, they're trying to get into a home, for example, um, you know, obviously you got secure credit cards, which are a whole nother story. But what, what do you do for people that have little to no debt, like to advise them to maybe to, to get their scores built up? Well, you mean, I tell people, like you just mentioned, secure cards. Um, okay. That's one thing we can do. Um, but to get a, a revolving credit card, you know, yeah. go out and get that. Um, if they don't, if they don't have the credit to get that, then the, we go the secured credit card. Uh, okay. Because that starts building credit immediately. 
uh, we have a partnership with a secured card that that actually starts with good credit to the bureaus, all three bureaus, before they even get the card in the mail. Uh, okay. So that's a whole other thing. Randy, stay on, stay on this for me, Randy, because there might be people that don't even know what a secured credit card is. So explain what a secured card is versus obviously a traditional credit card. So people well, understand. Well, secured card is, oh yeah. Yeah, secured card is, you basically put a deposit down. Mm -hmm. um, the one we have, for instance, you put $200 down. Um, and whenever you close that a card out, and we will get into that much later, but right. you get that $200 back. But what it does, you have $200 limit, yep. but it's actually your money. Yes. So there's no credit check. There's no you know hard pull because they're, they're not lending you any money. Right. Your $200 balance is your own money. So that's why it's called secured because you're right. giving collateral to secure that $200 credit limit. And then I encourage people to spend 30 or $40 a month, pay it off in full every month. That's going to build up the, your credit the quickest. 35% uh, of your score is based on payment history. Okay. What, what, uh, what is the percentage? Because I always, always tell people that the other thing is like one of the biggest parts of the score is available debt versus what you're using. So what percentage right. of the school? Because I know it's a big percentage. You give me what, what the percentage is versus like what the percentage would be available credit versus what you're using because that's a big one. Yes, that is a very big one. Um, if someone has, you know, a couple credit cards, two or three credit cards, but they're all maxed out. Yes. yes. Immediately they can increase their score by getting that 30% or less yes. balance yeah. at all times. So if they have a $1,000 limit, Get it down below three hundred dollars. Keep it there, and moving for in a couple, few months, you'll start seeing immediate increase in your score just by doing that. And yep. of course, making the payments on time. Uh, I've had clients come to us like, "Hey, I need credit repair," and after reviewing it, you know, they don't need credit repair. They just need to get their balances down. Right. You know, if they have four or five cards and they're eighty percent maxed out, yes. or eighty to you know, percent to maxed out, yeah, and they're making they have great payment history. I just tell them, hey, get these balances under 30% or less on all the cards, and you're going to see an increase in your score. And it, and it happens every time. works every right. time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, I, I, that's one of the things I, I will tell people. I mean, I'm, I'm not a credit, credit restoration expert like you guys, but, I mean, I've, I've done this enough and seen it enough. But, yeah, I mean, people got maxed out, maxed out, maxed out, maxed out. Like, you guys yeah. are killing your scores. That is the big, that's a huge one. <laughs> And then, yeah. They think that they're fine. That's the bad part, right? Well, yes. well I pay every month. Yes. You know, I pay early sometimes. Yeah. Well, that's great. But you that the, the the creditors are thinking that you are living at a mess yes. out line. Yes. So they're not going to lend you that that lender is not going to approve your mortgage loan that way. Yeah. So you you know, people have a really hard time understanding that, you know. Yeah. And it's just a matter of coaching them. A lot of times they tell us, I had no idea. I didn't yes. know, you know. So it's, that's what we're here for, though. Yeah. You know, we work together with you, James. You know, you teach them and educate them. You do a phenomenal job about yeah. that. And we yeah. work at the end of the day. Yeah, so, yeah, that, that, uh, that is one of the things I constantly have to let people know about is, uh, yeah, you guys, you can't, you can't, you can't, uh, actually, even if you're not, it's just a perception that, everything's maxed out. It's like you, you are, you're not responsible with your money. I mean, that's kind of how it comes off. Right. Um, I know. Especially on the mortgage side, right? That's how mortgage lenders look at it. They're looking at responsibility and whether you like to have credit or not, if you want to get a mortgage loan, this is what we're going to look at. 
you know, we're going to look at it and see. And, and the right. lender looks at it, it max, maxed out everything. You can't, you can't manage your money well. That's how it comes across. Mm-hmm. So, so one thing I want to ask you guys as far as um, um, things that you can do maybe to, because I think a lot of people have, maybe they don't know that they could lower interest rates or what, like when does it make sense for, for a car, for example, for somebody if they're paying a, you know, a high interest rate? A lot of times they're only financing for maybe three to five years. I know there are some situations where people may be doing it longer, but when does it, you think it makes sense for people to, to refinance cars? If you can, if you guys maybe work with them and then maybe refinance, because there's always a cost in, in refinance. I don't care what it is. There's a cost involved, but if they can lower the score enough, do you think it's worth it? Or, or when would the, when would it make sense, I guess, to maybe refinance a car? Well, on that, I don't encourage anyone to do anything while they're in the program. Okay. You know, okay. You know, we're not completed, you know, like three months in there, you know, their score might be where they can get a better rate, but we're right. still working on some negative items. Yes. So okay. until they're completed with our program, which typically is six months. Okay. Uh, I do have people who are in it for a year. Some people are in it for four months, but I don't encourage anyone to do anything until we're completed the process on our okay. end. Yep. Um, but once they're done, um, if they can save, you know, a hundred, $150 a month on a payment, you know, I would highly encourage it to, uh, yeah. to try to get refined for sure. Lower rate. Yeah, you know, I heard a uh, an advertisement and it just I just shook my head. I, this is probably about two or three months ago. Um, it was a radio. It was radio. Uh, I think it was actually Sirius XM. I heard this ad. No, no, no. I take that back. It was local radio, and they basically said, "Hey, guaranteed to have." I, I can't remember the exact score, but we were talking about this earlier. Like, and it said, you know, guaranteed seven hundred or seven twenty credit score within XM. I just shook my head. Like, how are they even getting? It? How how would you even have the the gall that put that out there that you can guarantee a 700 or 720 or whatever. So those are, that's one of those companies that I tell people, if you hear that you need to run the opposite direction because there's no way for any creditor or any restoration company to be able to make your guarantee like that. Because yeah, I mean, whether it take you three, it might take one person right. three months, it might take the next person six months, but it's good that you guys just, so your advice for people is just once you get involved with the program to stay put because on my end as a lender, it's the same thing. When you apply for a mortgage, we want your financial situation to stay exactly the same until you close. When you start making changes to your bank account or you start having large deposits, or it just makes lenders nervous. Right. Mm-hmm. So for you guys, it's just, once you get involved with the program, just don't do anything. Don't go apply for new debt, unless you guys obviously advise them to do something like that. Uh, you don't want people refinancing or doing anything during the during the program. Correct. That okay. is absolutely correct. Like I said, they're going to have assigned case managers. That's going to they're going to be there every step of the way. And you know, like, well, in the beginning, we tell them, you know, you got to follow the directions of the yes. case manager. But like yeah. you said, people will go, you know, during a mortgage, they'll go out and get a credit card. And you're like, yes. what are you doing? Or yes. they're getting furniture. Like yeah. yeah. They're getting a new screen. Yeah. And, you know, whatever. But yeah, we have a case that makes, you know, we'll stay on top of them. Like, do not do any, don't go do anything, you know, yeah. just follow our steps and you're going to be in good shape when, you know, when the program is over. Yeah. I've had, I have had a client, actually probably more than one that went and bought furniture during the process. You know, people get excited. I just did a video about this probably a week ago. Uh, people get excited. And especially if you're, you know, someone's building a house, for example, yeah. because it's going to take three to six months typically. 
And, you know, people, and, and, you know, this is one of the things I want you guys to touch on because I talked about this the other day. When they see this zero, same as cash, and people think, oh, it's not a big deal. No, it is a big deal, <laughs> especially when you're applying for the mortgage. So how does this zero, same with cars, because you see these zero percent with the car financing, for example. So you're saying like, well, how does that work? The yeah, how does percent? this work? So people understand like when they say, when it's a zero, you know, zero percent interest, like people hear that and they're a little skeptical, but obviously the person, they're, they're going to make money. What's, what's kind of the, I hate to say catch, but there's obviously a catch to this at some point. Do they just assume that, sure. you know, for example, 90 days, same as cash or zero. They assume during that 90 days, you're not, obviously you're not going to do anything during 90 days, but at 90 days, you're probably not going to pay it off. And then that's where all the interest hits. Right. Yes. That's another thing. Like a great example is, you know, cons is a, you know, is a company that has a 90 days, same as cash. Right. 99% of those customers are not going to pay that off in 90 days. Yes. Yes. the small is they have a 36% interest rate. Right, yeah. So you buy a big screen places for a thousand, you end up paying 2,300 for that TV yeah. when it's all yeah. said and done in two to three years. So yeah, those, uh, those are definitely, uh, they definitely catch, uh, they, they, it's great marketing on their end. Yes. Um, but people see that 90 days, same as cash. Like, Hey, I have, I have poor credit, but I can go get a, a sofa yeah. <laughs> and not put anything down and just pay it off in 90 days. And right. it never happens. Yeah. Um, and those are, you know, and those are the accounts that go to collections and, you know, we're, you know, we're trying to, you know, get them off of people's credit reports. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a, it's very uh, unfortunate. There's a lot of companies and car dealerships that, yeah. um, I don't want to say take advantage of people with poor yes. credit, but uh, I personally feel that's what they're doing. No, um, I agree. Yeah. They're getting the sale, but they're, uh, they're, you know, basically knocking people when they're down, you know? Yes. Uh, so I, uh, highly disc, you know, discourage my you know customers to go that route and any kind of you know try to build credit you know try not to do it that way yeah, yeah. no no question about it i mean no they they are absolutely taking advantage of people because they don't know they just don't know um the more the more times i pull credit and talk to people on the mortgage side of things it's just it, it's amazing to me but because you know i'm in the business you guys are in the business and i think a lot of people just assume that people know basics of a credit credit report or basics of just credit credit period and they do not know they don't know and so all the more reason for for people to reach out to you guys um to really get educated now is there a is there a website that you guys have uh, or is it just the the company website where people can can go to yeah so our website www.nationalcreditfederation.com com forward slash brandy okay and i'll get that i'll get that added um on to uh on to the the screen here so people can can reach out to you guys that way any any other way that people can reach out to you guys if they've got questions or just want some some advice or some things whether it be social media uh, how else can people reach you guys yeah. Yeah. directly you can contact me at 832-368-4311 and via email randy at nationalcreditfederation.net okay Teresa is at 832-725-0581 and she can also be reached uh, as well via yeah, email. email at Teresa T-E-R-E-S-A no H okay. <laughs> at nationalcreditfederation.net got it all right so 
All right, guys. So yes, got it. Okay. So we'll, we'll get that out there and then I'll make sure we shoot that out to everybody via uh, social media ch- uh, channels as well. So, um, and then, you know, we'll, we'll have to have you guys come on again because um, the, you know, there's so many different ways to, uh, or so many different things that we could talk about as it relates to credit, but we'll, right. it, and respect for your time. Cause we literally could sit here and talk all day about this. There's so much to talk about what it was credited. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. I know we do the same thing too. We always tell people, "Hey, just give us a call so we can help you fix your credit and fix your life." (laughs) Hey, James, I'm going to give you the email since you're going to edit this, but I gave you the wrong email. So my email is Randy at CreditFederation.com. Okay. And Teresa's is Teresa T E R E S A at NationalCreditFederation.com as well. Got it. Okay. All right. So we'll get that added for people to be able to reach out to you guys. And, but yeah, literally, I mean, there's credit is like, you know, people love to talk real, whether you're looking for real estate or not, people love to talk real estate and, and credit. <laughs> it's a topic. It doesn't yes. matter. Like people are interested in those topics, no matter what area, no matter where you are in life, it's always a topic of conversation that people are interested in. So um, I appreciate you guys sharing your insight, but yeah, well, I will have you guys come on again so we can, we can talk more about this. And is there anything that uh, national credit federation, do they do? Is there any type of maybe uh, webinars or events that they do that you guys do during the year or anything like that? There are some, uh, okay. we have a really great uh, platform where people can go onto our main website and see some very informative videos. Okay. Uh, we can share awesome. you as well. We have like a credit one Oh one. Uh, video that goes out and a lot of people request that because it's very easy it just gives you the basics right about how credit works and how it affects but yeah we we do those quite often randy okay. and i need to do another one so maybe as soon as we get one done we can also send that over to you yeah so absolutely yeah and we do we do credit repair in 50 states we are based here in Houston, so we right. will uh, if there's mortgage companies, realtor companies that have uh, home buying seminars, we'd love to attend those uh, yes. and give some feedback on uh, what we do and how we can help their clients. Well, yeah, we're going to get together, guys. I'm going to get with you guys so we can do that here uh, in, in our area. And for people that are outside of Houston, just check out the website for some videos. Uh, reach out to Teresa and Randy if you've got questions, um, just need advice. But yeah reputation is everything in this credit restoration business because there's so many come and go they come and go they're in it for the money they just want some money and and there's getting no results so yeah if you are looking to improve your credit reach out to randy and Teresa, guys and uh, national credit federation said reputation you can't beat it uh you want somebody that knows what they're doing and it's not going to be here here one day and gone the next so Thank you guys so much. I appreciate you. I'll have you guys come back on. And uh, we, again, we appreciate your insight on this topic. So thank you guys. Absolutely. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure, James. Have a great day. Have a fantastic day, everybody. Take care. We'll talk soon, all right? Sounds good. Bye. Bye, James.